DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate your fantasy leagues. Come on in. We've been expecting you. Midweek draft madness. What is going on? I hope that everybody's matchups are going well, or let's just say better than mine. <laughs> uh, it's all right. We're, we're going to try to laugh it off here today. Uh, we've already done a good job of that. Talking with two of the guests that we have on this pod here today uh, about some some fun youthful memories uh, involving illicit substances. But uh, we, we will not probably get into that on this particular podcast, which is the Key Pass Collective. Welcome. Instead, we're going to talk more about the draft fantasy game, which is probably what you've tuned in for anyway. Uh, so we are, of course, uh, the audio companion to the Draft Society website. My name is Joe Williams. I'll be your host for today. Speaking of the Draft Society, do head over there and check out uh, what we have on offer. We've got uh, all, all kinds of stuff, rankings, articles, stats. Um, I mean, the, the website's very user-friendly. Click through it. Check it out. Uh, it will literally help you to, to dominate your draft game. So check it out um, because we really do believe that utilizing a lot of the information that we've got on there uh, could really you know, lead to you potentially winning your league. And, and in fact, uh, now that I say that, just kind of out of curiosity, I think we're going to be trying to send out uh, a questionnaire to see, you know, maybe towards the end of the season, um, to see of our readers slash listeners uh, who has actually had marked success in their leagues after utilizing some of the information that that we put out. Um, and then, of course, with that, you know, what can we do better and, and what are ways that we can improve? So be on the lookout for that. We'll obviously let you all know when that's going to be coming out. And if you are willing, uh, we do have a subscriber option as well on the site. It's called the Inner Circle. You can join it for $5 per month, uh, American, and we think it's a pretty good deal. You get player projections every single week. You get rest of season rankings. You get a fixture difficulty tracker that is our own that gives you um, literally every single team divided by goalkeeper, defender, forward, midfield, and the uh, matchups that they have coming up. And who has the best schedule? You've got set piece taker trackers, ghost point tracker, as well as an accompanying article from Ryan Barnes, etc. There's a whole lot going on there. So check it out, thedraftsociety.com. Let's get into it. Today, we are going to talk, first of all, we're going to kick it off with a little bit of Commissioner's Corner. Uh, This is something that Toddy dreamt up a while back. We know that some of our listeners, or or many of you, are commissioners of your league. And... uh, we love Fantrax and the fact that it's so customizable, but unfortunately, a lot of times it doesn't come with uh, some of the direction that we need in order to make sure that our leagues run smoothly. So we're here today to help you out with Commissioner's Corner, talking about waivers, talking about um, what do you do with players who are blanking, um, what about roster maximums, minimums, um, waiver wire, you know, what buttons to click, etc. So we're going to talk you through that to start. Then we've got some fantasy fake, fantasy for real after the uh, the recent results and runs of form. And then we have our last straw segment. We haven't done that in a while. Players that we are almost 
done with almost done with let's go ahead and bring in the lads we've got toddy and ryan here today toddy how are things over in hungary my friend all good all good um um yeah it's uh strange being back uh, play, uh looking at games yeah luckily um i've already practically lost all my matchups so <laughs> i'll be able to enjoy liverpool uh, for all its all its glory tomorrow um without uh the need to stress about fantasy points so yeah that, that's that's a good thing otherwise yeah all good all good nice. in the hood uh, I'm, I'm with you friend i i was i was in a pretty bad mood earlier and you you've you've cheered me right up i have to say you're you're a good man you're good. I mean, I mean that that pre-recording conversation, which um, which our <laughs> listeners will not be privy to this this time around, will go unabridged in the uh, R-rated uh, hip hop podcast yes. that um, that Ryan Ryan and Joe are already. Uh, yeah, yeah, planning. So um, I'll be a listener on that. Um, I've, I my my. Um, my hip hop knowledge uh, stops at insane in the brain, so yeah. <laughs> Cypress that's, Hill. That's, yep, that's. I mean, Good album. to be fair, I did. I did. Um, I do listen to uh, some of the top hits quite a bit. So my three-year-old um, does does do the little head nodding dance and the little um side side to side thingy yeah, so yeah 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 she she has potential okay she has potential all right cool yeah, nice. so she she might go on before me though um to the podcast so all right fair enough welcome on anytime absolutely absolutely um <laughs> ryan how about you man how is how's your mood faring after uh having that conversation with toddy and and such a such a jovial just a, a wonderful yeah. gentleman i i feel refreshed it was a temporary reprieve i must say um but yeah i just pulled up my score again and i'm back down in the in the doldrums however to to also add some levity i just googled hungarian hip-hop and um the top three performers came up as gangsta zoli which i assume is like zoltan the nickname for the whole time beautiful Um, beautiful dope man which is original (laughs) <laughs> LL Jr. and Sub Bass Monster. Yep. So yep. those are classics. Dope we'll Man. Have to dedicate each episode to, to one of those. <laughs> Dope Man yeah, well, obviously tying into uh, our discussion pre pre podcast. <laughs> which which circle, listeners, yeah. by the way, uh, this all started because I had a student today in my class who was just very obviously stoned out of his mind. And he was not looking at me, but more looking through me when I would talk to him. And um, <laughs> and I wanted to pull him into the hallway and just say, like, look, I'm not going to judge anyone's life decisions, but you, you're not even functional right now. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, um, Joe, did you did you ever consider that you you just weren't saying anything interesting? It, it's true. Or he was seeing. Yeah, why do you think the kid has to get stoned to come to your class? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some some introspection is due. This makes sense. Mockingbird ain't doing it. We need to we need to read a lot more Alice in Wonderland. It sounds like or some something along those lines, right? Something something that's a little bit more a little bit more psychedelic, (laughs) trippy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, (laughs) 
So we'll go ahead and drop the link to our other podcast um, in the show notes. But um, <laughs> but let's kick it off uh, since we're here. Commissioner's Corner. So, Toddy, you're going to kind of walk us through this because uh, you, you know a lot of the settings in Fantrax, like the back of your hand. But um, what I kind of wanted to focus us a little bit on, I just feel like it's that time of season where we need to maybe remind people a little bit uh, just to kind of help them out. Like, you know, h- how do we make sure our leagues are functional uh, and, and make sure that during kind of the, these strange runs of fixtures where we have doubles, where we have blanks, where we have midweek games, how are we making sure that um, we're still having waiver days? When should they be? Uh, what do we do with the players who blank that week, uh, et, et cetera, those kind of things, just to make sure that leagues remain fair and they remain functional. So um, do you want to start with like waiver days and and whether we should shoot for one or two per game week or if it depends on, on the week? I'm, I'm just waiting for the drop, the commissioner's corner drop. Uh, oh, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't have, do you have one. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. Hold on. It was fucking biblical, mine. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That, that's the there one, right? Everything. That's what you yep. wanted? The, yep, that's the drop. That's the drop. Okay, so yeah, this is going to be boring as hell. That's why I put it. <laughs> that's why Joe put it at the top of the uh, list. So, so you, yeah, you have to listen to this to, to get to the fun part of the podcast. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just breeze through it. Um, yeah, so... Unfortunately, this whole um, ordeal with uh, with the waivers is not not at all automated in Fantrax. So, for anyone um, who is a commissioner, you have to become a bit of a coder as well. But I'll I'll help you through this um, waiver setup, um, and it's going to be pretty straightforward. So, essentially, for waivers to to work uh, and work as God intended them to work. <laughs> uh, you have to have um, two two of these or three of these settings um, on on one setting, and then you have to mess with only only one uh, part of the back end of the Fantrax League setup page. So you go to Commissioner League setup. You know that already, and you go to um rosters and at rosters um you have those um if you're playing fantrax uh, default scoring then this uh, setup will be the same for you as it is for most of uh, our listeners and most of the people who have um migrated from toga um there are two settings at the bottom of this page so again um commissioner uh, league setup rosters and the two settings that you need to pay attention to is prevent any transaction that would cause a roster to become illegal and you need to have this on only for total roster size so if you have never then you'll be able to pick up however many players that you want or trade in a three for one and and uh, have 18 players on roster and it will not become illegal you don't want that and if you put this on always then you won't be able to do uh, trades that are uh, two ones or three ones um, because it will not allow the system will not allow it so uh, prevent any transaction that would cause a roster to become illegal and the setting needs to be set to only for 
total roster size and the second one on this page that you need to have unchecked unchecked is exceeding max reserves will make roster illegal and such claims trades draft will be denied this is a sneaky one mm -hmm. pay attention to this because um when you're putting together your waiver list none of us and or i haven't i've never seen anyone pay attention to um when you when you put in a claim so if you're listening and you have access to your phone or your um your uh, browser just try to put in a cl claim right now uh you don't even pay attention but when you pl put in a claim the player that you're planning to pick up you need you can set where he goes so if he goes into an active slot or a reserve slot or an IR if you have an IR slot. So if you have this setting unchecked, so exceeding max reserves will make roster illegal. If you have this unchecked during a waiver process, uh, you might not get a player that you otherwise could get mm -hmm. if he ended up being your sixth reserve. Even though he didn't go over your maximum roster size, it's just that when you put in the claim, he went to reserves or he was supposed to go to reserves. Right. And if he if he had been your sixth reserve player, then that claim wouldn't have gone through. I've suffered with this uh, from personal experience, so you need to have that unchecked. Okay. This this was the first thing. Uh, <laughs> the second thing. We're all good. Second yeah. one. Second one is um, Commissioner League set up transactions and periods and then claims and drops. And you scroll down to the bottom of that section and you have um, a few settings at the bottom. Um, there, There is one setting or one um, box that needs to be unchecked right now is ensure 23 plus hours on waiver period so this if it's checked then the teams that play on the day before you run your waivers will not be eligible to be wavered in on the following day they need to spend 24 hours on waivers if you leave this unchecked then they will be eligible if you prefer to have those players um, not go in the waiver run. You have you can leave this checked. We what we usually do and what we usually um, advise our uh, commissioners who who ask us to do is to have this uh, toggle checked during the transfer season because you can have new players added to the pool whenever and it gives people who are more active or more respondent a chance to pounce on, on a player so in a situation where a player is added to the pool minutes before a waiver run uh, and and not everyone has access or can put in a bid then having this this uh, box checked during uh, the transfer window uh, eliminates that threat so when 
players enter the pool, they have to spend uh, 24 hours in the waiver pool before they actually can be wavered in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So this is this toggle. And the second one is auto wave players whose teams are not playing. So this is just a fancy way of um, saying players who have blanks. And our recommendation is to have this set to before start of last match of period. So this means that, for example, in this game week 24 that we are living in right now, Brighton and Chelsea players are blanking. Mm -hmm. So if the setting is set, as I've mentioned, before start of last match of period, um, these players will be available to add and drop freely before the last kickoff of the game week. You can have this set as do not wave, which would mean that they will keep on being free agents after the, the game week has finished. Or you can have this set as before start of first match of the period. Obviously, that's self-explanatory. Um, that means that they would go uh, on waivers uh, after the first kickoff of the game week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this the, these settings that I've uh, blew blown through um, are settings that you don't need to um, set or change during the season. Most of them. Um, these are good as as when you decide on how you want to have them and these these can stay like that for the remainder of the season uh, but this last one the actual waiver days these these actually need to um, be set every week and with these doubles and blanks and and um, matches being postponed and uh, rescheduled into uh, different game weeks you will need to pay attention to this obviously there is no issue if waivers run during a game week so the players that you pick up during a game week will only appear on your roster for the next game week anyway but it causes unnecessary confusion. So um, I suggest that as a rule of thumb, you always run waivers between game weeks on days. Um, you can run waivers on days where there are games, but obviously try to run these waivers at least two hours before the um, first kickoff of the game week. And... Um, and just just have a look at your calendar and find the day yeah. that you need to need to tick. Um, it's a it's a bit of a pain because if like um, last week uh, you had that that notorious Burnley Watford game that went uh, into game week twenty three, um, <laughs> meaning meaning that game week twenty three had like ten games. At the beginning, and then two weeks break, and then one yeah. game at the end. It was insufferable. It was insufferable, but it was it was even more insufferable if you wanted to run waivers after the game week. True, because you for for if you if you want to set up waivers, you need to have a day ticked 
obviously, because if you don't have a day ticked, then they won't run. So that's that's a given. But you cannot set an actual date for them to run. You can only set the day of the week. So if you if you have a long if you have a period of um, time that is longer than a week that you do not want to run waivers, then you have to jump in, set the waivers to a future day. And then before you reach that future day, you have to set it to a day that has already been in the week. And that, that will, that will uh, run the waivers on the corresponding day of the upcoming week. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, that makes yeah. understand. That makes that, sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So so like today, I don't know when you're when you're listening to this, but it will most likely be a Thursday. Uh, you're listening to this on a Thursday, and you want to run waivers on a Friday. Yep, that's fine. You put in Friday, but if you run, if you want to run the waivers um, only next Friday. For example, then you have to set up and tick Wednesday, and then when um, at the weekend you change that tick to Friday because you have already passed this week's Friday. It's it's a pain, yeah. but once you, I mean, it's it's a it's literally a three second job that you just need to set a, a reminder in your phone to do if you're a commissioner and then then it's it's easy as easy as pie nice as for as for just general advice um as we are we have i think most of the community has has um or at least that's my feeling has um changed over to budget waivers um i i don't really hear a lot of people talking about waiver priority anymore but obviously um when you're when you're talking about budget waivers fab waivers then at this time of year most of the fab will have been spent um so there will be some teams maybe a lot of teams with zero fab so they will they will not be able to get players in um, who they want um, necessarily which which um, lends itself to to probably running or trying to run two waivers um, for every period so for example if it's a full week between then we usually obviously have this Tuesday Thursday or Tuesday Friday um, set up for the two waivers and that's only because if you drop someone on Tuesday, then then before the game week starts, people might want to pick pick them up on the second day, second waiver day. If you can manage two waivers um, between game weeks, then I think that's the fairest way to do it. Um, but it's it's not a problem if you only run waivers once. You definitely should run waivers at least once oh, yeah. between game weeks. For sure, absolutely. Yeah. Twice is great because then, if anybody is trying to be sneaky and dropping a player that it has some value, and they don't think that there's any chance that anyone else will be able to pick them up, 
um, then there's a much higher chance they might drop a player that they don't want to go up against in the matchup. Um, so if you can run two, it's fantastic because then that eliminates that sort of like tactical element when while it's it's great um it 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 is a little bit sneaky so i mean it as far as the level playing field is concerned it's it's usually better to try to run them twice um although if you're doing that in a matter of two days then it can get a little bit confusing and then it really only rewards the most active managers in that case so it's it's tough It's, it's a little bit of a balancing act right like you want to eliminate some sort of um shadier tactics but you also you know don't want to make it so that people who can only give x amount of minutes or hours per week to their fantasy team you know are are played out of the game because they're not on whatever app you're using fan tracks or whatever um 24 7 so exactly so i think yeah. i think as commissioners um as well as like doing this uh, stuff that we have just been talking about um i usually pay a lot of attention to communicating with with uh, league members so i try to announce waivers during uh, the last set of games of the game week because at that time everyone usually is on the messaging app or on mm. fan tracks um so they will they will see or they will um they will uh, pay attention to what you have to say. And then I usually send a reminder um, message an hour before waivers run, uh, just so that um, everyone has claims in. I love it. All right. There you go. Commissioner's Corner. Like uh, like Toddy said, not the most probably riveting of, of uh, segments. However, I, th- I believe, I can, believe can it's we- necessary. Is, is there any way we can wake Ryan up without him um, getting yeah, I need a scared of electricity? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. You do have a very okay. soothing voice, though, Toddy. That's that is one of the <laughs> one of your gifts. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I, nice. I gotta wait. I gotta wait to wake Ryan up. Here we go. Oh, well. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Well, that's fine. We get to hear it again. Fantasy fate, fantasy for real. Fantasy fate, fantasy for real. Oh. So beautiful. <laughs> I mean, uh, does that wake you up, or is, is that also soothing? Like, yeah, wakes up everything. <laughs> beautiful. All right, so we've had several players as of recent who have balled out, and the question uh, that most fantasy managers ask when they see these scores are, should I pick them up? Is there any way that this can continue? Is this person fantasy fake? Is this person fantasy real? So I think the player, and this has actually been posted about in the community recently, um, the player that is on a lot of minds um, just since his debut uh, and scoring what I believe three out of four matches so far have been 13 plus uh, with one of them bordering into the 20s. So we're talking about Hassan Kamara. Um, Genie jumped into our document here, even though he's not with us, and he believes that this player is fantasy real. Uh, I'm, I'm curious how you guys see Kamara and whether or not you see him being like a, an actual rest of season asset or if potentially he's a streamer. He has, of course, played 
the worst three teams in the league um, in three of his four uh, games so far. So, and, and then a struggling West Ham. So, Ryan, what do you think? Um, I, I mean, the, the signs are good. Uh, despite it being bad opposition, I mean, he's still ghosted out, which is what I'm, I'm always uh, looking for, especially in assets like this. Yeah which are, are on poor teams um, and aren't going to keep clean sheets. What They just got their first clean sheet in like a year and a half uh, <laughs> against, against Burnley. Shocker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's not going to get you more than a, a one or two clean sheets rest of season. So he, his ghosts have to be on point. And they seem to be, although, yeah, that game against, um, against Burnley, he actually didn't. Do no, Burnley well. was good. Norwich. He was bad against Norwich. Norwich okay. Yeah, he was yeah, terrible was against Norwich, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. so strange. Yeah, so I want to see more of it, but I like what I see. It's a, it's certainly a hold for me, but um, yeah, I'm not completely sold yet. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I've had him uh, since, since his first kick of the ball in the Premier League, um, just because that was, was, that was a Watford double, wasn't it? That that yeah. week that he yeah that's that's why I picked him up and and since then I've just I've I've watched all the games which have been a little bit excruciating at times um, but really just love what I see from the guy like I love the interceptions I love uh, a lot of his off the ball stuff that he does which uh, as Ryan kind of you know alluded to translates into fantasy points so yeah I I, I think I'm probably gonna hold Toddy what's your stance on this guy I think. Um there's always guys like this who don't have the big name, are strangely scoring uh, really well, yeah. um, and and have literally no trade value. So I think <laughs> the advice on this is always ride, ride, ride until uh, they drop dead. I think uh, Shane Duffy was was a great example mm. of this at uh, the beginning of the season. Because, because he was great, he was ghosting out of his mind, um, but he still had no trade value because nobody really truly believed in his rest of season value. True. And I think this is the same with Kamara. Like, like you're not gonna get anything decent for him. Oh, based based on his his um, his three games so far. If if you said that he was going to do this for the rest of the season, then he would be a defender one. But no one's going to give mm. you even a defender two or maybe even an established defender three who is replacement level, mm. in all honesty. Uh, so, yeah, right until he tanks and then drop. Yeah. Okay, I think that sounds great. Um, so, the, I mean, the other guy we didn't, we didn't include here, of course, is Samir, which... Um, you know, all of us loved throughout the double game week. I think a lot of us ended up dropping him before this week. And, you know, I, he's going to get you about five a week. But I think that's that's pretty much, you know, what he's going to do unless he get, it gets you a clean sheet. Like, are you guys no, kind of in line point, on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. I Unfortunately, I dropped him for Davinson Sanchez. Oh, God. So, yeah. So that's six points. <laughs> those those six points seem that's true amazing <laughs> i would love right to swap keen for this beautiful yeah keen yeah keen yeah keen sanchez we'll don't worry we'll get to them we'll get to them <laughs> in the <laughs> next segment good 
Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. Uh, I had him in, I had him in my, uh, my sleepers 11 article and, and I think for a defender, you know, what do you got? He got like five and a half or something. You're, you're fine with that. Um, you know, he didn't, he didn't blank you and, and there was the chance of a clean sheet, you know, whether or not it was far off or not, but, but yeah, I mean, okay, sure. Uh, I do think that going forward, Kamara is my, my favorite asset there and I'm not really interested in Kiko at all, to be honest. He, he's pretty trash sometimes when he, uh, if he doesn't have a clean sheet or, or an attacking return. Yeah. Cool. All right, sweet. Let's move on. Uh, Jamal Lascelles, just such a strange player recently. <laughs> like, I mean, when you look at his numbers, you almost can't believe that we haven't discussed him uh, already, right? Like, it, it's it's very strange. Um, so he's had 16 and a quarter, 13 and a quarter, 16 5.75 and then negative six and a quarter against City. But when you look at the the three 13 plus scores, of course it's against Watford, Leeds, and Everton. So that's something to keep in mind. This week he had an own goal and an assist, and then still still ended up with 16 and a quarter. Um, I know that Genie's kind of excited about this guy, so I'm curious to hear what you guys are thinking on this. Tidy, let's come back to you and then we'll go Ryan. I'm I'm not that interested. Okay. Like um I think he is he's a good stream. Definitely someone to someone to look for when when um when you're scrolling through the wasteland that is uh three PMers. Sure, sure. Uh, and and they have a Decent ish run like Villa, West Ham, Brentford, Brighton in the next four. Um, they also have games in hand, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against if if someone decided to hold him. But I think he's one of those guys that you can drop and then pick up uh, later when you see that he's playing. So, um, so. Yeah, I I think he has a history of of decent scores as well. So he's not coming totally out of the blue. No, of um, course, yeah. And with Bruno Guimaraes um, added to the midfield, they will get um, a bit of uh, solidity at the back. So yeah, he's he's not he's not a bla- bad play. He's fantasy real in a sense that he he's rosterable but not not real in a sense that he's not going to get you 10 plus every game okay um am i reading this correctly speaking of bruno Guimaraes, am i reading am i reading this correctly one minute three and a half points yes tell me about this ryan <laughs> what, what i was um yeah, I was curious about uh, how we play because I, I wasn't able to watch the game. And then I saw that and I was like, God damn, that was a hell of a play. <laughs> what? Like, that's... I mean, he must have, like, intercepted the ball, did a, a nice successful dribble, and then, like, released a key pass like, he, right before the game ended. He had, a, he had a takeaway, a key pass, and uh, a successful dribble. But he also yeah. somehow had a dispossession in there as well. <laughs> in so one minute... Was- had the ball, got dispossessed, took it back. <laughs> there it successful is. Successful dribble. That's it. That's it. Passed. That's got to be it. I didn't even watch oh, it, but that has to be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed though. I mean, like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to 
<laughs> count my chickens per minute quit. are off the charts right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, extrapolate right. that. Well, yeah, I mean, to ninety minutes. Ni- Eighty-nine times that. Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna win you a game week right there. All right. Yeah, yeah that's like two seventy. <laughs> two hundred and seventy. You heard it here first. Uh, Ryan, tell me about Lascelles, though. Um, I've had a, <laughs> a lot of this game is is personal and your experience with these players. I've, I've had bad experiences with Lascelles. <laughs> um, I've fallen for these types of uh, uh, quasi purple patches before. Streamed them and then yeah, did nothing. Um, I'm 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 with Toddy though. I think the the numbers don't lie. I think um, he's very streamable. Um, I don't think I'd roster him for the for the long term. He's definitely not a set and forget. Um, and I wonder if uh, if and when Big Dan Byrne comes uh, yeah. into the lineup, if he steals some of those some of those points with his his big ass head. Yeah, I wonder that too. Actually, yeah, I think you might be right about that. Uh, I included Dan Byrne in, in my my sleepers article this week because I was really hoping he would start, but he yeah he, he didn't unfortunately. Um, but, um, a play, let's, let's go ahead and transition. Uh, another player who didn't start, uh, but did come in for an injured Damari Gray, uh, scored 11 points in 64 minutes, two key passes, three successful dribbles, three aerials is one Delhi alley. And I got to say, I was not a believer. I'm not swayed just yet, but I'm getting there. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, good start. I mean, yeah. you got to be uh, you got to be pleased with the the start, even though um, you know you obviously didn't start him because he came uh, came off the bench with uh, Gray getting an injury. Um, but that injury and his performance um, and the fact that I'm facing him next week has to make you feel <laughs> pretty good about his prospects there it at least is. for the next week. <laughs> he was forced to wear the Everton uniform, so he didn't have to embarrass himself. Fashion wise, and, exactly. and he cut his and he cut his hair as well. Did he? I didn't see yeah, that. See oh that. wow! I, I didn't watch this game. It shouldn't surprise you that I didn't or anyone else didn't watch this game. Toddy, <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think about Delhi? Mm, it might be the fact that I have him in two of my leagues. Oh. It, it it might be. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean. This is his last chance. Uh, obviously, um, a 60-minute cameo does not a revival make, but um, <laughs> but it's it's early signs are good. They have loads of matches, uh, so like I think uh, they're one of one of the top top teams to target if you are going to play the double game week game, uh, and it's Leeds Southampton. In the next two, then Man City, Spurs, Wolves. Yep, that's a bit more difficult. Although Spurs <laughs> will will get you a lot of points there. Um, homecoming for Delhi, mm. and then Watford, West Ham, <laughs> United, Palace, going into mid-April. So that's a decent yeah. run. Like maybe Wolves and definitely City are the two games that you are a bit bit apprehensive about. All the rest, you're running him to the ground, isn't? Aren't you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, after yeah. after this, it's like, it with the potential to be a midfielder too, um, and, and like the the, you would say maybe his floor at this point 
is like a midfielder four, and and most people are starting that many. So yeah, why would you not just roll him out and and just tr- just check it out, just try? Exactly. So, like, if you are obviously you've picked him up uh, during the transfer window or at the end or with waivers, um, he's one of the guys who who you really want to start as a mid four because um, you'd you'd much rather him than than someone like uh, Jordan Henderson or uh, Vitaly Janelt or... Um, yeah, sure. like Christian Norgard or Milo Rashica or those kind of guys, right? Yeah, I mean, Rashica even, he's, he, he has the chance of an attacking return and a decent run. But honestly... Uh, I'd much rather start Ali in in my mid four than Douglas Luiz. Yeah. Or then even I know Genie's not here, but he'll forsake me even even after he listens to this. But even Kovacic. Mm, I thought you were gonna say Pogba. No, oh, no. <laughs> I mean that's a given. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but because because he has the chance and. And the lower you go in your in your mid, um, starting mid, yeah, the the more uh, risk averse you are. So like, for your mid four, you're you're running out Fred or yeah or Fabinho or these guys, Cornells. yeah, who are yeah. who are absolutely capable of laying a goose egg. Mm-hmm. And have a very limited chance to to get you more than fifteen points. Hmm. Whereas if you run out Ali, he might give you two points, but he has a much better chance to give you fifteen. Yeah, and that's what you want want from a mid four. Yeah, man. I I, I don't want to say I've been convinced after sixty four minutes, but I I'm certainly I let's just say I'm I'm enticed. I'm definitely enticed. So I'm I'm curious to see more. I have him in one league, got him for free, got him for zero dollars, which I'm super excited about. Um, and just, yeah, like you said, why not? Trot him out as your mid four and just see what happens. Uh, and uh, and worst case scenario, you know, you build up a little bit of trade value and then send him out, send him packing, and uh, you know, have him put on his, his little baby hat or whatever, and, and send him to a new place, and you can uh, you can hopefully cash in on him. <laughs> I'll 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 give you one uh, comparison so that you can, or we can we can kind of see see where his value is at currently. So who do you fancy? Who do you fancy? Pascal Gross coming into a potential double game week, or Delali? Ryan Delali. Yeah, same. Pascal Gross won't play both of those games. Yeah, I agree. And Ibisuma or Delali? Mm. Delhi long. Basuma this weekend. Basuma so Basuma for this weekend, you're saying Delhi Ali then rest of the season. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Uh, and and to top it off, Alexis McAllister. Real quick though. Ali? Real quick. That's cl- that's closer than it should be. Because okay, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, so you're you're saying Basuma, Ryan. You're thinking Basuma for this next game week probably gets 180 plus, right? 
and yep. he's going to get you mm, 15 points. Yeah, 15, close, to, maybe close to 20. Ideally. Yeah, I'm thinking closer to 20. Okay, um, and has, so... Yeah, look at his form before he went off to have huh? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so how cl- how close is that, then, of a call for you if you have Delhi? Is it not really? For this, for this coming game week? Yeah. No, it's not close. Okay, all right, okay. Maybe it's closer for me, then. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Everton playing Leeds United. Hmm... I think that's close for me. I think that's close. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> if you are behind, you're running out, Dele. I mean, after this week, I'm going three defenders, so it doesn't really matter what I do. Like, I'll I'll, I'll trot out five mids. It's fine. So you're going Keen and two other defenders. Keen, Davinson, Sanchez, and um, <laughs> um, Harry Maguire, and uh, yeah, and Konza. I believe is what I'm going to do with this. Yeah, you have to wait for the next game week, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, no, I'm still going to start him. I'm just going to start him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Even better. I think he'll score better than he did today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your last one was McAllister, Toddy. Yeah. Yeah. McAllister on a double. Uh, I'm starting McAllister for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah cool. Definitely. I'll, I'll have worried about McAllister's rest COVID. Of, rest of the season but, as well. Um, rest I of the season, I think I like... Delhi. Oh um, wow! I, I want to see. I want to see McAllister thought. get back to his his uh, old ways, and that's not that uh, that much in the past. But um, yeah, I want to see him get over COVID and, and yeah and ball yeah, out. I think um, I think you need to be a bit cheeky with McAllister and Ali if you want to do that trade, um, I think you lock McAllister in your lineup for the double and then you make the trade because the, if you make the trade then, then it the difference between future games is two games. So like Brighton at the end of game week 25 will have played um, 24 games. Okay. Whereas Everton will have played 22 games. So Brighton will have one double coming up, uh, whereas Everton will have three. Interesting. So that that's when it, it, it turns, I think, to maybe maybe having Ali and, and you'll, you'll see how he does against Leeds as well. But, but you just said you would take McAllister rest of the season. I would. I okay. Would, okay. Personally. All right. But if you if you were to go that way, Got and you. if you wanted to trade out McAllister uh, for Ali, then I would make that trade after Brighton have locked their lineups okay. for the double game week because because um, because this double for Brighton uh, coming up is is a tasty one. So Watford and United, that's tasty AF. <laughs> You're right, which is why I've brought in Basuma and uh, several and other Brighton assets. Dunk, yep, all all across my leagues. Oh, I was gonna say this quick. Um, if if you are in one of the community leagues or the genie league, um, or in the Discord league or in any other league um, where you know like waivers are, are properly managed and and are looked after, like we talked about previously, then your Brighton players should still be available right now. So if you have any players 
left on your bench that you're not like super attached to. Like for me, it was Nabi Keita. I was holding him just in case some one of my players didn't play. I went ahead and dropped him for for a Brighton player, um, and not just any Brighton player, but like you know, if Basuma's out there, if Dunk is out there, um, if for any reason McAllister's out there, go for it. Uh, those these are the kind of guys that that you want to pick up. And um, as of right now, in most leagues, they're still available and, and they are still free to pick up at this moment. And you ha- completely avoid the waiver process. Um, which, which is exactly what you want to do. So, yeah, I got this uh, advice from one Ryan Barnes, who then uh, proceeded to not actually follow the advice. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't, but <laughs> uh, yeah, long story. Yeah, instead it resulted in Michael Keane. But don't worry, I started yeah. him too. Uh, we all did. <laughs> all right, let's move right along. This one will be quick. But in the good way, I'm pretty sure. So, Toddy, coming back to you and then Ryan this time. Uh, Kieran Trippier, my God. And actually, I believe it's Trippier because he's English, but it's fine. I like to make him French. Trippier, good Lord. Uh, some people got a steal when they when they brought him in for cheap. Right? Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they? They did indeed, Joe. Okay, That's thank you. They did. <laughs> a steal... They got, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm I've gone out of my way to um, to profess my um, my fondness for uh, Trippier uh, for the rest of the season. So much so that I I I had I had been heard right in in few Twitter DM groups that he has a chance of going. Top five defender rest of the season. Wow. I mean, when you're on all of your team set pieces, like, sure. <laughs> yeah, and you got a bunch of giants yeah. hitting the ball, right? Like, it's ridiculous. Yep. And he has um, two double game weeks coming up. Three, two, two, so oh, two. Man. So, yep, yep. I'm all on the Kieran train. Yeah, and unfortunately, your your time to trade him in is over. It might have been over yeah. after the first week, to be honest. But it's and definitely he didn't hit that free kick. Oh. <laughs> Although he did, he did limp off. I wonder how how uh, severe that knock is. Yeah, uh, he did. He 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 was doing the um, post match media stuff and he seemed fine and he said he was fine as well so i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about that hmm. a lot um uh, who do you fancy guys who do you fancy okay um yep reese james rest of the season or kieran trippier oh trippier yeah with with whatever with whatever is going on at chelsea give me trippier yep same here i just want to go Go with the flashy option of who do you fancy? That's that's great. I think that's a really good question. Yeah, I got one for you. Mm. Trippier or Digne? That's real hard. Same what? same number of games, rest of the season. I hate to say it, but maybe Trippier. Maybe yeah, because neither team can keep a freaking clean sheet. Villa just got somehow pummeled by by leads with let me ask goals. you this ryan 
Who's who? Okay, who is harder to score against right now? It's it's it's, it's Newcastle. Newcastle. It's Newcastle. Yeah. And and the new guys haven't even been integrated yet. Right. It's definitely Newcastle. Yeah. I think you won't trip here. Oh God, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. That's ridiculous. Plus, Dini is not on all of the Villa set pieces. I right. think he's. I watched the game today, and like Louise took a couple early on, and then Dini started to take over. But yeah, they have they have too many um, too many set piece takers by committee. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he he does have a little red flag next to him. Um, I'm I'm curious. I don't. I, I haven't heard anything, so I think he's fine. But but Toddy said he could stand since he did the. He could yeah. post game yeah. press. So mm. beautiful. Yeah. Good cool. Sign. All right. Well, that's that's an easy one. We'll just we'll move right along because if uh, if you're in one of the what is it? Um, hold on. Twenty three percent of leagues where he is available. Uh, get your life figured out. So, <laughs> pick him up, then yes. quit the league. Exactly. Yeah, with better people. Pick it up, win the league, and then uh, I would like to just DM me the league invite for next year, and I'll go ahead and <laughs> join that. Uh, that's the joke yeah, I make all the time. It's good. it's a good one. It's a good one, guys. Already, but good, yeah. At this point, it's a dad joke because I've made it so often, but it's it's fine. It's I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> All right, moving right along, we have Jack Harrison, who's out of a bit of resurgence, and then sort of not. So it's been a little bit interesting in terms of uh, his fantasy value. I mean, it was in it was in the gutter um, early on in the season, and as of recent, like I said, you know, it's seen an uptick. But uh, I think some of us are still skeptical. I'm certainly among that number. So Ryan, coming back to you first, and then we'll go Toddy. What, what do you think about him? Um. Yeah, I've I've never been a big fan, so I think he's fake. I mean, he's capable of of having a monster game, but more often than not, he won't. Yeah, <laughs> Toddy, I like it. It's short and sweet. It's beautiful, Toddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's fake as well. Um. That that five pointer he dropped today in a three goal victory. Right. Um, yeah, that that's that's an indication. I think. Um, yeah, I think he's fake. Uh, if you can trade him out on the promise that he's back to his old self, then I would do that right now. Mm, yeah. And I, I mean, his his amazing scores came against West Ham, who were struggling mightily at that time. So you could argue they've turned it around a little bit, but not still not much. Um, they had to get lucky to to win against well, like very lucky to win against Watford, um, and then uh, Newcastle in a in a one nil victory. So yeah, I, I just I'm still skeptical. I, I probably wouldn't be the person to to send a trade offer to. Because um, I'm not interested in trading him in. So, there you go. All right, let's talk. Toddy, coming back to you, let's talk about Fabinho, who obviously has a tasty double coming up. Like, probably the tastiest of doubles. Um, Ever? At, literally, like, possible. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's he struggled, certainly. Um, not not just for, for 
for game time and, and form, but also for fitness. So I'm, I'm curious to see what you think of him rest of the season. So um, I put him in because I I um, knew he scored two pens in the last two games, but as I had a look a bit closer, so these are his numbers since the end of November. 10 against Southampton, 7 against Everton, 4 against Wolves, 12 against Villa, 8.5 against Leicester, 2.5 against Chelsea. These were all without attacking returns. 27.5 against Brentford with one goal, and then 14 against Palace with one goal. So I was firmly in the fantasy fake um, camp on Fabinho, but I think he's made himself a, a pretty decent mid-four with penalty upside. Did you leave out the 2.5 against Chelsea? No, no. I, I, okay. I said that, but... Okay, I sorry. Mean, two I missed penal- that. Penalty upside? Isn't Salah coming back? No, Salah's back. Yeah, the, no, the, the penalty's not a thing. Erase that from your mind. <laughs> I mean, it could be. He's second in the, in the no. penalty. no penalty list <laughs> so okay so uh that means that he would have had what, a goal how much is the penalty is it still 11 yeah, yeah okay so yeah. that means he would have had three against palace yeah and brentford his, his score still would have been nice he would have had about yeah. 16 yeah but so for ghosts he, he would have had uh, three against Palace, 2.5 against Chelsea, and four against Wolves. Otherwise, otherwise, um, more than seven in all of the games. So, yeah, his floor is, is, is pretty bad. But when you're talking about mid-fours, yeah. Yeah. what do you expect? I think these are... Douglas Luiz numbers. He's a pure streamer for me. Same. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm not going to argue with that. I, I think he's, he's, he's fine for that. Um, I'd probably rather him than Jadon Sancho. Mm, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky Gene, he's not here. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> enjoy enjoying him not being here right. and not 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 getting these um, burns. All right, normal. So it's a normal game week. It is a normal game week against a mid tier opponent. Ryan Fabinho or Eve Basuma. Regular game week. They're very similar. Uh, whoever has a better matchup, I think it's a coin toss. Mid tier opponent. They're playing the same team. Basuma by a smidge. Toddy? Just based on recent form. I'll, I'll, I'd go Fabinho. Okay. Christian Norgard or Fabinho? I'll go Norgard because he has a bit of a chance of an attacking return. Okay, Ryan? Yeah, I go Norgard too. I like his uh, his ghost point floor. Okay. Uh, let's see. I had another po- one of mine. Podence. 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 Ooh, that's a good one. Potence. Give me Podence. Got, yep. got more upside. Okay. What about... Kai, ha- Kai Havertz. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Upside. 
I mean, uh, I, I'd probably do Fabinho. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that problem because I don't roster Kai anywhere. I didn't didn't buy into that hype. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, I mean, all all this conversation was good for us to open the eyes to Fabinho and to yeah. him. I mean, if you're just taking away that he is the probably the best available Liverpool mid, yeah, then that's fine because you'll be even it may it may be on the day you're listening to this pod on Thursday you may be in a position that you need to be dumpster diving for Liverpool mid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go for Fabinho. All right, Both t- Fabinho out of Henderson or um, mm, this is my question. Hold on, Curtis is, Curtis Jones. This is my question for you. This is my question. Literally, like I was about to ask you this question. So Liverpool lineups come out. There are four midfielders, and all of them are available in your league. So you need to stream one of them. Who are you picking up? Fabinho is playing. Henderson's playing. Keita is playing, and Harvey Elliott is playing. I'm picking up Elliot. Okay, Ryan. But after that, I'm picking up Fabinho. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sold on on Elliot. Uh, great goal. Um, I just don't think he. I think he's boomer bust. But it depends on how I was in the matchup. If I needed upside, I'd, I might punt on Elliot or or Keita if I if I was down like five and a half and I needed that like six point. Um, Six points for the win. I'd I'd go uh, Fabinho. Okay. What if you What if you throw uh, Tiago in there? I think you go Tiago. Overall. He's, yeah, I think. Oh, I'd go That's Elliot it. and then Tiago. You would though, wouldn't you? I would definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know my feelings on Elliot. <laughs> The Rian Brewster. Yeah, I was going to say Rian Brewster How levels. How dare you? Honestly, how dare you? You have a, you have a new lover. <laughs> yes, Bruce indeed. sweet nothings. Yep. 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 All right, moving right along. So uh, we've talked about Jacob Ramsey, I feel like, enough on this pod, um, but we're going to do it just a little bit more today. So uh, <laughs> fantasy, real fantasy fake. I mean, Toddy, you've been pretty vocal about your your support of Jacob Ramsey um, and, and your thoughts that he can offer fantasy value. I think we all know that he's, you know, a little bit boomer bust, as Jeannie has mentioned here in, in our notes. Um, but um, I, I feel like we've seen enough to to sort of make a determination that he's worth uh, at least starting on the off chance he gets a brace now and again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's, he's, he's definitely worth rostering. Um, so if he's available, then pick him up. But be prepared for two, two five-pointers between two 25-pointers. So he's boomer bust, as, G- as Genie put it in our notes, but... He's, he's definitely a very exciting talent in real life and it looks like it looks like that that Aston Villa Renaissance for Coutinho is in fact oh my god the the most optimistic uh, predictions <laughs> have come have come to pass and and he makes everyone much better around him so by default Ramsey will will be decent, if not really good, in most of your matchups. 
Toddy, I'm just so happy that Liverpool have a really good coach basically secured for the next 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm I'm just so I'm so excited about this this prospect. Uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know that's I know that's cheeky, but like let's be honest, right? <laughs> as soon as Klopp is gone. I mean Villa's not his dream job. I, I don't I, I don't think so. I mean even he, he if he gets half decent center backs in at Villa, this oh. Villa team will challenge for top four next yeah. season. They're incredible. Mings, my God. Mings is a train wreck. Anyway, Ryan, what are your, your thoughts? Um, yeah, it's Genie's notes are spot on. Boomer bust. I mean, if you look, if you look at his scores, it's it's so apparent. It's almost um, comical. Yeah, two twenty one point <laughs> five three and a half minus two twenty five point five eight twenty five point five. I mean, uh-huh. it's. He's on that Suzuko cycle uh, on crack. <laughs> Every other game is is a brace. Um, so, yeah, it's just Russian roulette. Um, definitely want to keep him on the roster for those um, big upside uh, plays. But, yeah, consistency, not much. I mean, you will say, like, you, you wouldn't maybe have started him against Manchester United um when he got his goal and an assist but you uh, w- you would have started him against Leeds and Norwich which are the other two and br- what did he get against Bradford negative two. Oh, sure okay you're right you're right you're right <laughs> so yeah it's all random that's a good point yeah well that's what she I mean again and he's your defender or sorry he's your midfielder four right or he's your midfielder yeah. even five so what are you really losing and it's all to gain yeah, yeah. No, I like I like him as a mid four. Cool. All right, Ryan. This one will be quick. I bet. Uh, coming back to you first, and then Toddy Steven Bergwine. No. No. <laughs> All right, that does it. Here we go. But okay, but that's the last draw. It's been far too long. Uh, players that we are just about ready to give up on. Just about ready to give up on almost done with okay that's the key it's not the straw that broke the camel's back it's the last straw barely it's the one, one before it's the one before it yeah it's the, the one straw before that so you can imagine how close we are uh so toddy i think you had some thoughts on this you added some notes do you want to go ahead and just kind of walk us through some of your guys that you're struggling with yeah um so we'll there are a couple of these that are in bulks, and we can talk about them in bulks. Uh, so, which are the Chelsea players that you are keeping uh, with no um, qualms, and which are the Chelsea players that you guys are keeping with qualms? With qualms. <laughs> 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 I mean, um, at this point, I have qualms about almost every Chelsea player, but um, but but which one? Which which are the ones that you're keeping all the while, knowing that they are on the last straw? I'm keeping Mount um, Rudiger. What? I just dropped Rudiger today. Really? I'd I'd probably keep him on the roster. Their, I, their I schedule, that's so interesting. Sparse is really tasty. <laughs> Oh, that's really interesting. I literally just dropped him today. Mm. And I don't feel bad I, about it at all. 
Yeah, I mean, you're, you're playing game week to game week, then that's that's fair. But yeah, I think they're going mean, to go back to getting had, clean sheets. He's had a ten with a clean sheet against Spurs, and the last uh, double-digit score he got before that was the nineteenth of December, and eleven with a clean sheet. Yeah. Listen to this. I'm dropping random fixtures. Crystal Palace, Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, Brentford, Southampton, Leeds. Oh my, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's, I mean, there's there's obviously some gaps in there, but like it's murderer's row. You're um, right. So if you have the room, listen to listen to the listen to this um, list of games with the number of goals conceded uh, by Chelsea. Um, I'll give you this. Uh, Burnley 1, Leicester 0, United 1, Watford 1, West Ham 3, Leeds 2, Everton 1, Wolves 0, Aston Villa 1, Brighton 1, and then there was Liverpool and City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a, so they had a bad So it time, is sure. the reverse of the fixture list that you just said, and they've conceded almost all of those. I'm assuming that they're going to go back to at least some of their their old ways. That's fair. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not rostering Christensen or like a you know, um, a sideshow that that might not start every game, but like Rudiger, I like the fact that he's nailed on. Um, doesn't have the upside of say Espelicueter, but at least you know he's nailed on. Ryan, what I'm would also you keeping say? Alonso. Ryan, what would you say? Uh, Rudiger's goal assist clean sheet percentage dependence for his fantasy points would be. Ooh, probably very high. Sixty. Toddy. Based on the numbers that I just had a look at, yeah, sixty-five. It's only forty-eight. Oh. Huh. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, your points, your point is well taken, Ryan. Um, I mean, that I'm not regretting he, dropping him, but yeah, he's yeah. It's not he's, it's not a terrible loss, but I mean, if pressed, a, I think I'm. His fantasy him. points per game is eight point six six, according to fan tracks, which would mean that his considering his dependency then. He will get you around four points, five maybe, without a clean sheet. Yeah. That's streamer level. Ghost points They're per start g- on uh, useful draft metrics. Um, care of draft your thoughts on our site. Uh, 6.5. Yeah. And that's My bad is up. they get a fair amount of clean sheets during that stretch. Okay. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's that makes sense. Yep. I'm also keeping Alonso since they didn't buy any uh, any left backs in the window. Yeah, and and that schedule, he has decent um, opportunities to get some attacking returns. Um, Tiago Silva's a maybe, um, and other than that, yeah, it's um, it's Mason Mount and Reese James if he's healthy. Kovacic, borderline. Yeah. Last draw. Last draw. I mean, really is the last draw for a lot of these guys. And, uh, I mean, it's amazing. Like, in leagues that are incredibly competitive, 12-team leagues, you know, Christian Pulisic's on the waiver wire. Um, 
Kai Havertz is on the waiver wire. Timo Werner's on the waiver wire. Like the, it, people, as they should be. Yep, even if I know. They didn't have re- even if they didn't have um, blanks. Oh yeah, agreed. But people get it. They're done with these guys. And Gola Conte's on the waiver wire. You know, Jorginho's on the waiver wire. Finally, we've been telling you for the longest time that he's not. You don't. You shouldn't hold him. He, you can drop him week to week. The the one that baffles me, in all honesty, is. People have held Edward Mendy <laughs> since since January the second. Yeah, I mean, he seeing w- his seeing his scores, it's almost identical to to uh, Rudiger's. He's had two double digit scores since no twentieth of November. Yeah, two two double digits. He was really bad, and you've. And you've held him for. You will have. You will have held him for two months, <laughs> four, four or five, five game weeks, without him featuring. That just yeah, and it's and really he's silly. a goalkeeper. He's a goalkeeper. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's that roster spot is so so valuable. Yeah, you could have picked with, him back up. Like I, I dropped him. Um, I picked up Kepa, who actually did pretty well in his in his absence, and then yeah. I. I picked up Allison, so like, yeah. If you're still holding Mendy, I mean, I guess, I guess you have to at this point. But yeah, that was an easy drop, uh, right when after. I mean, I honestly, I'd still drop him. He still has two two met two blanks in the up in the um, upcoming three game weeks. I'd still drop him. It's not too late to see the light. I mean, he got more points than my keeper this week. So. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mine too. <laughs> Kwaita, yeah, Kwaita. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, beautiful. We we are yeah, one the shot Gwaita. on target, one goal. Very nice. Oh. The Guaita Keen Club. I mean, the, the the best part about that is like our call. Like, okay, I say our call, but like you know, he was in my he was in my article, and like we've been talking about him all week. Like we, it was so close to being the right call, and I know that's like easy to say, but Norwich did nothing in that match after then, the first minute. After the first the, minute. Right. The best part is I'm playing against Pookie, so that was like a oh. what, twenty plus point swing oh. on some bullshit. <laughs> oh, classic. so like classic. I love it. That's a classic Barnes game week right there. Yeah, uh. eleven points from <laughs> fucking Pookie. <laughs> oh man. Okay. For, All right. For those for those of our listeners who are absolutely flushed flushed with cash, we have a subscriber extra level. It's it's a thousand dollars per week, and it's it it the only perk is that you get to know which players Ryan's playing against. <laughs> That's the only perk. It's worth it. You get my password gold. to log on and and check it out. You can plot out your week by week. <laughs> worth it's waiting gold. Um, okay, so uh, the only other one I think I mentioned would be Zietch. Like at this point, you're not dropping him, right? Like he's the only bright spot on this team right now yeah he's he's the only only one besides mount reese alonso and very 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 sadly lukaku that you're not dropping yeah Uh, at least that's for me i i mean i'm looking at this um this community league that i'm in um i'll tell you who is rostered right now 
Mount, James, Rudiger, Alonso, Silva, Mendy, Aspilicueta, Jorginho, Kovacic, Ziyech, Hudson Doyle, Lukaku, Conte, Pulisic. What? No thanks. Yeah. That's. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, thank you, no. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> let's, let's leave the Chelsea players. Yeah, moving moving right along to another Congratulations train Congratulations to Al uh, to the victory against Al Hilal. Yeah, true. Um, good luck in the final. Yep, yeah, uh, United Defenders. Yeah, so for me, this is not the last row. The last row was like two months ago. Agreed. The only one I'm keeping is Luke Shaw. I thought you were a big Delote guy. I am, and I'm keeping him for the double. <laughs> uh, but but he's he's disappointed. Uh, happy about it. I like Delo. Yeah. I like Delo. Six six point seven five. I mean, I know they conceded today, um, which which was or was that yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, which which was which was comical. It was glorious. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was, it and was. and how they how many attempts they had in that match and and how they just should have clearly won it but didn't. It was just amazing. Um, but um, the best one was Pogba who scored and still only got sixteen points. <laughs> I'm sorry, United fans, but we we, we do revel, of course, in in the struggles. Again, again if you if you'd like uh, less um, weighted, less biased <laughs> pod, started um, GoFundMe to get Genie on the pod more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. Uh, I mean, six six and three quarters against Burnley. You know, while conceding a goal, you know, you'll take yeah, that. From, that's decent. You'll yeah. take that from any of your defenders. Really? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still in on him, um, but I'm I'm 100 out on any center backs, uh, and then also you know like if you haven't dropped one Basaka yet, it's it's past time. Um, you need to go ahead and do that. Apparently, he's not showing up to training. Like he's he's late to training. He's calling in sick. There's a whole lot going on there um, with just the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, and Juan Basaka is talking about trying to get out of the team, like move, get a move away. Uh, so it's it's a real mess, and I I don't really want any part of any of these guys. Yeah, maybe Shaw. Thirteen point seven five today. I mean, he had an assist though, so yeah. that, that puts him about on the same level as Delo, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I like Delo, but Maguire is a drop. Is a drop. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to city guys. Uh, Gundogan seems to be in the doghouse. He Drop. has not. He's not started a game this year, this calendar year. Wow. Dropping him, Ryan. Yeah. Streamer. Unless I um, unless I have a handcuff for, I don't know. Foden or something. Well, if you have the city stack that I played against, then <laughs> shout out to Ben Broadhurst, man, good game. Uh, but but yeah, but uh, and you can afford to have Gondo on your bench because you know you have the, all of the guys who will play instead, which is fine. But uh, otherwise, no, it's not fine, Joe. Well, 
I'm working on getting over this, okay? Just give me time. <laughs> it's not the way I like to play fantasy. I, I'm not going to hold these guys. I'm not going to hold multiple handcuffs, you know, just so that on the occasional every fifth match they play. I'm, that's not that's not the, the way I like to play the game. Yeah, and it's it's um, it's a long time ago when Mundogan channeled his inner Robert Lewandowski for those 15 games that KDB was out or, or five games I don't remember but it's a long time ago he's not starting he's not even, if he, no. even if he's starting he's 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 um, he's not producing enough to warrant um, hold yeah. yeah I feel like we just need to stick with with what we know to be true guys because last year we eventually gave in and we said, fine, yes, Gundogan, he's great. He's fantastic. He's a great, he's a fantastic fantasy asset. And we all knew in our heart of hearts, we knew, we just knew, right? And we did the same thing this year with Ducore. We did the exact same thing. <laughs> Ducore performed for what, three, four weeks in a row? And we were like, okay, I give in, fine. Yeah, you guys, you guys are right. You guys on Twitter, you guys are right. Absolutely. Thanks for calling us out on that. But no, <laughs> we were right about that too. I'm not trying to say we're always right. But sometimes you have a gut feeling. Keen. Exactly. We were wrong as hell about <laughs> Keen. I played Genie all week. Oh my God. Genie talks the shit ear. out of Keen, and I just, yeah, I'm done. I can't. He I had his never moment again. This, earlier this season, but. Never again. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Toddy? Um, let's go with, with the. Misfiring attackers segment of our uh, last row. <laughs> it's uh, we're starting with um, perennially healthy, but unable to score. Michael Antonio. I saw I saw a great uh, statistic, although it was for FPL. I I didn't bother uh, actually doing the maths for fan tracks. Um, at this point in time, Antonio has scored. 39% of his FPL, this is official game FPL, points in the first three game weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think he he hasn't had an attacking return. Well, yes, he, he had an assist the other week, but... Even but. so, I think it was it was still pretty low, right? He hasn't Those had an he like hasn't had an attacking return since New Year's Day. If you if you want to rule out the the assist that he had against Leeds, yeah, even even with that assist, he only scored nine points. And that was against Palace. Yeah, and then the atrocious. week before, the week before he had an assist against Watford. The week before he had an he had a goal against Southampton. But you can, I mean, there's very clearly a theme developing here. These are shit teams. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're stuck with them, right? You can't. Yeah. It'd be, it just sounds ludicrous to you're drop, not drop Antonio, it, no. even though he's putting up numbers which would warrant it. And you can't trade him because everybody knows he's been shit. So you're just like stuck holding him and hoping for a renaissance, which is not a good place to be. But Leicester City. Newcastle, Wolverhampton, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Tottenham, Everton. Then finally, well, okay, Tottenham. And then finally we have Everton, Brentford, Burnley. And no double game weeks. Right. 
Would you trade out Mikel Antonio to get Cristiano Ronaldo? No, never. <laughs> um, how about Otson Edouard? No. You'd keep Antonio. Yeah. Because the the potential's there. It's like it's like you you know you have lightning in a bottle, even though the lightning is basically dead. <laughs> it's my Lazar. Oh. I think I'd take Sar. Oh, that's a that's a really tough one. I mean, that's if you get one. if you told me King, I would. That's a hundred percent. If you told me Dennis, that's a hundred percent. Um, how about Sir Harold. Joe Ellington all of Lincolnshire? <laughs> Joe of Lincolnshire. <laughs> the Earl of Lincolnshire. I thought you were going to say Sir Harold of Kane. No. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's the Earl of Lincolnshire. Um, Ryan, you're taking Joe Ellington all day. <laughs> I AD. think I'm with you. I think I'm with you. I mean, look at the look at the numbers. I mean, Antonio with an assist nine. Joe Ellington literally kicking a ball against his own head, <laughs> and he drops eleven. <laughs> you unlocked uh, unlock the fan tracks uh, score. You get you get eleven for kicking yourself in the head. Exactly. He's got a, a floor of ten right now. <laughs> little known stat. Ryan, you were saying this last week about his floor of ten, and and you got some you got some pushback on it. Uh, yeah, I did. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this week, eleven, and you hardly saw the man on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, 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 crazy. it's technically not a floor of 10, but we we get what you're it's, saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. He's, he's a good player. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that, I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> he's going to get you a 10 or 11. I love you. Honestly, watch, honestly, watch that video I, of him concussing himself, and you're not going to think he's a good player. <laughs> honestly, I think that's a, that's a great shot. I would trade out Michael Antonio to get Joel Linton. Damn. That's crazy. Jolinton has how many more games more, do they have? Two more games to play than West oh, yeah. Ham, so oh, two yeah. doubles. I'd do it um, if they were even, but that's yeah, that definitely seals it for sure. Yep. All right. I'm hoping Bruno comes in for who did he replace when he came on? Does anybody know? I don't. Uh, no idea. Assuming he only came Shelby, from but Shelby wasn't great. I thought I thought he was going to be better, but he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, you know who he's, got eleven as well? <laughs> who? Joe freaking Willick. Oh, I know, I saw that. Oh yeah, but didn't he have an assist? <sighs> Did he? I thought it was. No. Yeah, I thought it was eleven no, with no. an assist. I don't think, think so. so. No, I think he freaking uh, ghosted. Like he. It was Will. It was Willock. It was Willock. He replaced Willock, but it was oh, the okay. 90, 91st minute. Oh, never so, mind then. Okay. So but yeah, that still might be a. A sign of things to come. Um, although I read that um, that Willock actually played a pretty good game. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, there is a decent chance that uh, Gimarash replaces Shelby, and Willock and Jordan stay in 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 the starting mid, which would be awesome because all three would have decent uh, fantasy value. Willock had. Still, I mean, Willock had Bruno's five successful five successful dribbles. Willock. That's that's where his points came from. All against Keane. <laughs> Body Keane. And you can't play against Michael Keane every week, so. Yeah. Fortunately not. 
Right. All right, Toddy, close us out. What do you got? Um, yep. Um, I have one um, Ryan Barnes favorite and um, and I don't know what, what to say about him. Uh, I'll just say his name and then you'll know who I'm talking about. Is that um, how that works? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, the the person I'm thinking about, the the guy, the the dude is 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 Olive, Oliver Watkins. Oh, that's yeah, funny. I wrote I wrote him in. Um, so I wrote him in at the beginning of the Villa Leeds game, and I I told myself, I hope I have reason to take him off. Mm. And you do not have I reason didn't. to take him off. Yeah, I didn't. So I kept him on there. I'm a man of my word. Um, three Huge. goal, three goal game, and he had six and a half. Yeah, uh, this was this was definitely um, before one of those that, games. I'm sorry. That I was I was I was just looking at his numbers in the previous three games. He has had zero key passes and one shot on target. Yeah, and that's why when you said three. that. That Coutinho's lifting all all ships. It's it hasn't helped Watkins one bit. Um, it hasn't. Yeah. Ramsey's making the runs that Watkins should be making, um, and I, I will give Watkins credit for this in the sense that for Ramsey's second goal, he made the run um, across the eighteen yard box to open up the space for for Ramsey. But unfortunately, you don't get points for that. Um, <laughs> So for our purposes, yeah, Ali was anonymous uh, yeah. once again. So uh, I'm really, I'm really frustrated uh, with him. But yeah, he's another one where you just gotta who, hold and hope. Yeah, you're not um, dropping him. They got a good, the, they got a good yeah. schedule, and he just needs a, he just needs a goal to just really kickstart the rest of his season. But he's just had a bad season. For those of you who are who don't have his his stats up, um, or Ryan and Joe, um, can you guess how many uh, double-digit ghost point games he has, and when he's had his last one? Um, all season. All season. I have it in front of me, so I'm not. I, I, I will. I remember, I mean, I, I roster him, so I, I know him better than he knows himself. Um, <laughs> the Chelsea game, uh, I think he got like 13 and a half ghosts, and that might be the only one. Damn. It, it is. Wow, and you're that, good, dude. Holy shit. And that was his first start in the season. That was September 11th. Suffering through them. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've been suffering yeah. through it all. It's all been season. it's been a tough, tough season. Like we had uh, in my home league, he was traded for Traore, um, like during the December period. And honestly, if he doesn't <laughs> turn it around. Quickly, I still might have taken the Traore side of that trade. You're talking Adama. It is. I am. I am. <laughs> so, I am. T- so today, would you take uh, Adama? No, would you? Would you? <laughs> would you take Ali Watkins or Mikel Antonio? I still go Watkins. I'll, I'll, 
I'd go at Antonio. I think I'm going Antonio. It's it's close though. It's close. It also makes sense for me to roster um, Watkins because I have uh, Dinier and and Buendia and the the thought of that link up uh, is tasty. However, I've only seen it once, so it must be a nice thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. Maybe maybe when they score three, they all get it to chip in. Yeah, maybe. All right. <laughs> nice. All right, Todd. You got any more for us, quick? Uh, one one last one. Um, and also, this is this is someone uh, who who I'm going to refer to Ryan on is is Dan, Daniel Puddens. Ah, yeah, I wrote him in as well. Um, yep. Getting frustrated um, ever since that uh, Man United revelation, where he was just everywhere and ghosting out of his mind. He's went off the boil um, since, and this Wolves team just don't score a lot of goals and um so yeah Putin seemingly needs that that special game where he uh he goes to or he gets a goal um i haven't lost faith yet um they have a nice double coming up so i want to want to see how he does um with that and uh then i'll reevaluate but yeah the last few weeks have been disappointing it is convince me he's not just a streamer uh, I mean, he's no. basically <laughs> nailed on. Okay, um, fine. So, so is uh, he has it in his so locker. Oliver Skip. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Oliver Skip would be able to to drop eighteen ghost points. But I mean, if you look at his his numbers, there's sprinkled in. 18, 11 and a half, 18 with some duds, the threes, the four and a halves. Um, so he's also kind of a every other week um, kind of guy. But yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm frustrated and I want to give him the double to redeem himself. Um, but if he doesn't, then yeah, he's streamable. Okay. Against, against a, a good matchup. Against Man United whenever they play again. <laughs> All right. So. Just kidding. They've played him twice now. Damn it. If you have the choice then going forward and forgetting, I mean, you can't forget previous numbers, but like knowing what we know, um, are you streaming Moutinho or Potence? I still like Potence's upside, although, yeah, Moutinho could crit the odd goal. Toddy? Yeah. Probably still streaming Potence, but um, I don't like it. I'd rather not stream him. <laughs> I think. Really? I think. Um, <laughs> Joe is. Yeah, I, I, I forced you to make a decision. Yes, that's true. He, he said tends Moutinho, to do that. That is Moutinho true. or Potence. I did say that. Uh, <laughs> so um, I think there will be a bit of a shift. I don't know if it's going to cause Wolves to score more, but but Huang. Hee-chan is back and Neto is on demand uh, and Trincao is back from COVID so they have some players to go around uh, they can maybe try to go back to two up front with uh, Huang and um, Raul so it's worth keeping an eye on that that um, goals line up uh, I just hope Aitnuri keeps his spot man he's he's 
he's in my perfect 11 this week although i love Inari. um i wish i never dropped him yeah. I'm not sure Arsenal is 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 a, is a is a good matchup for them, but he's he's capable of dropping twenty odd easily. points easily. So yeah, I I I love me some Ryan Aitnori. All right, last last one, guys. Daniel Potence or this player, and I'll give you his stats over the last uh, games that he started: seven, fourteen point five, thirteen. Zero, but he only played one minute. Seven in 45 minutes. Nine and a half. 16.5. 24, nine and a half. Who are you starting? Don't tell me this well, is like some are, garbage player. That Are there any uh, goals, or goals and assists in there? Uh, one second. One second. Right, sorry, <laughs> so, sorry. One second. One second. Uh, there there are... 20, okay, there, there, are two <laughs> ass, there are two assists. Uh, there's one... Nope, sorry. Three assists in the, in the numbers that I read you. And there's one assist, or sorry, one goal. Otherwise, everything else comes from from ghost points. I'm I'm starting this mystery guy. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I feel like this is a trick question. I think I'm, uh, I'm sure it is. I mean, I guess the freaking mystery man, based off of that. But if it's Welbeck, then shoot me. <laughs> Frederico Rodriguez de Paula Santos, oh, otherwise known as Fred. I mean, he had that purple patch, and he's fell off a cliff since then, right? And now he has COVID. If you consider falling off a cliff, 7, 14.5, and 13. I do. In the month of January, (laughs) then then yes, he's totally fallen off a cliff. It's a very small cliff. <laughs> you 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 it's need that. <laughs> he stubbed his toe. He's he's really hurt himself falling off this cliff. <laughs> I mean, it has to be potence because I I don't uh, I don't <laughs> do that the, type of thing. You have the policy. I know. I know. You yeah. do. Have, CNFC has a policy. So it's potence. <laughs> Whoever the mystery guy should be. For me, it's it's, a, it's mystery. Mystery Fred. Mystery Fred. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right toddy last thoughts for our listeners before we sign off um don't get too frustrated about losing your matchups oh. it's, it's, <laughs> you're talking it's, to us now yes <laughs> yeah it's uh it's a game man guys enjoy it it's fun that's fair it's not we should we really we really should ryan no, it's not fun. All right, Ryan, last thoughts for the listeners. Oh, uh, it's not fun. Have, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's not fun. Don't enjoy. I should it. have. I should have said this uh, at the outset, but um, I just really wanted to thank um, Brisbane Brando for putting together that uh, that GoFundMe um, <laughs> and everybody who that participated. One, like, yeah. I, yeah, I would. I couldn't uh, accept, anyways. But uh, yeah, the gesture was just really touching um and so yeah another another reminder um not like we needed one that uh yeah the community's fantastic so yeah just wanted to to thank you all for that um for, the, yeah, for those who a- for those who don't know what ryan's talking about um our biggest fan and the person who is uh, single-handedly making um, <laughs> the Keep Us Collective the most listened podcast in Down Under, uh, Brisbane Brando started a GoFundMe for when we saw that um, that um, Super Bowl tickets were were 
up to $10,000 per ticket, uh, he started a GoFundMe to, to, to get Ryan to see his childhood team finally and their Super Bowl droughts um, and hopefully win. That was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. And Ryan, of course, was like, you guys, I, c- I can't accept this. Like, come on. Like, um, but, but God, my, like you said, God. You already had $500 or something like that. It's, it's inc- the, the act. The 500 just, Australian, which is basically, I think, $10,000. That is basically, yeah. <laughs> the gesture is, is, it, I mean, I was floored. Yeah, it's amazing. I was floored Seriously. to see this. Yeah. And, um, you know, shout out to, to a lot of the other Aussie guys too, you know, draft OG, um, all yeah. those gents down there, because Absolutely. a lot of them, a lot of them had Diddy. a lot to, Diddy had a lot to do with this and, and, yeah, um, yeah. and are just Legend. like such, such strong, um, members of the community and, and just super wise dudes in terms of the fantasy game, but also just like great human beings. And I'm just so thankful to have gotten to know you guys. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah, so. with that. Yeah. Have a great game week. That's beautiful. I love it. Let's close it out. This has been the KPC. Love you guys. Community, you're amazing. Hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions. Go ahead and start a conversation on there. Tag us. We will retweet it. Let's get a lot of these amazing voices from the community and get their thoughts on your lineups. If you have any questions, that's the best way to do it. We'll talk to you soon. Best of luck on the weekend. Cheers. Cheers.